We are here. What is up, everybody? How are we doing today? I know Lancemis with the, the dog emotes looking dope-tastic. Dope-tastic. What is up, Zan? How are you doing today, man? Can you hear me? All right. We're going. We're here. Oh, we'll do what? Huh? Huh? Yeah, pretty much. I feel you on that. Guys, welcome to, to the Less Than up. Average podcast today. Today, for everybody who's listening at home, this is episode 56 now. Uh, we've just released a couple different episodes, and our goal is to still try and release two episodes if possible every single week. The only downside is I leave next week for a week, so we might might be skip, a little skimped. <laughs> a little skimped on that one. Um, but our goal is to keep trying to produce as much content as possible. Um, and on top of that, we have a new system, thanks to Mr. Zion Yeet. Uh, we are trying something brand new today, where we're going to be doing two things. Number one, we're using a new system. What is it called again? It's a... Uh, VOD Ninja. VOD Ninja. Ninja. Okay. Um, with VOD Ninja, it allows us to meet, and also we're, our goal is to potentially be able to bring in chatters to come talk to us live on stream. Another thing, too, is I can also now, uh, on chat, when you guys are here for the very first time, we can go ahead and add things onto stream at any time as well. So, like, check this out. Check this out. So let me say, like, Tay. We'll bring Tay onto the screen real quick. So when they ask questions, it comes right up. If it'll do what we want it to do, and it doesn't. So we're still testing the bugs out. Uh, Zan, what are we talking about today, man? What we got going on? Uh, So round 3,511 of mm -hmm. DMCA hits big streamers because they're stupid and haven't figured it out yet. Um, other than that keeping it pretty low maintenance um couple of game releases coming up between now and the end of the month uh namely pokemon legends arceus uh r6 extraction and a couple of good pc ports mon hunt rise and god of war coming to pc finally 2018 god of war i should say mm -hmm. should rename the episode to exactly that word for word <laughs> no <laughs> that would be god awful yeah That'd be rough. Uh, but yeah, there's a ton of stuff going on. If you guys already see the title on Twitch is DMCA is banning streamers on Twitch. Uh, big names. We got Pokimane and every big streamer out there is is weighing in on the new DMCA strikes and the current Twitch meta for content. Um, I think it's important for us to kind of lay the land out a little bit. How did all this start, Zion? Uh, <laughs> so... Some big name streamers started streaming. Um, Prime Video added a bunch of new shows and whatnot. And among them, um, people were streaming Avatar The Last Airbender, MasterChef, and there was one other show. But Pokimane got a 48-hour ban. And being one of the biggest creators on Twitch... Uh, that's kind of big news. And even though for her, it's pretty much a slap on the wrist, smaller end streamers like us, if we got hit with that, we'd be probably be out for a week. Or probably maybe even permanently bleep, like permanent ban. I mean, that goes back to big name streamers obviously make oh, lots of money for Twitch. And so because of that, big name streamers can get away with a lot of crazy stuff. I mean, imagine taking the last airbender, you know, a multi-million dollar show and then just streaming it for, you know, your 50,000 viewers, they get a slap on the wrist. It's two days. For us, we'd be gone, bro. There's no way around it. There'd be no way around it. Oh, it's definitely drama party, too. It's definitely drama time. 
That's exactly what's going on here. That um, is, in fact, the healer, Tay. Uh, it's Ruby Sue. Uh, she's a healer feist mix. Yeah. Drama, says Party of Two. Definitely drama, man. I mean, this is what it is. It's, this is this is the drama. Now, to go back to what is going on and why it's happening this way, um, I do want to say this is beyond Pokimane. This is before Pokimane. This was Hassan that was doing, um, and Mizkif both doing MasterChef. Before that, Ludwig, of all people, was calling out Hassan and Ludwig and Toast, all of them, about their content and showing all this stuff. Because I think Toast is the, this, the what sparked all this. Yeah, the reactionary content. Because Toast was uh, streaming Naruto, and then Ludwig called him out on his YouTube channel, and then Pokimane started doing it because it's like it's like these streamers are are running out of content, man. They have to just do reaction content or or watch shows online at this point, which is kind of wild. So, what do you th what are your thoughts on that? Like, let's just lay out what are your thoughts on this whole thing in the first place. Well, that derives from. Hi. Like the time old tale of, um, yeah, we'll talk about that, Lilo. Um, but like the time old tale of, as far as Twitch being like a gaming platform, well, it's not a gaming platform anymore. It's much more than that. You've got so many different categories and outlets of different things. Yeah, gaming comes down to like two things either you got to be good or you got to have an awesome personality. Because everybody's seen pop-off clips. Everybody's seen funny moments. Now yeah. you've got to have some spice to get more eyeballs to keep your piece of the pie. But these reactionary streamers and the just chatting streamers that have built their communities, when you've seen them sitting there and talking and doing the same thing, yeah, you'll come back for the same things over and over, but it's going to get stale. So these guys are trying to divulge a new path and go find something to keep streamer or keep new eyes coming in. Yeah. Or like in the case of the people like pokey streaming avatar, the last airbender, um, that's just attention grab on that. Well, it's like riding the wave. I mean, it's like, um, one of the biggest things that happens here is, do you know what live stream fails is? Yeah. Yeah, so for our listeners at home or anybody who's listening to the podcast today, uh, just Google live stream fails. It's a giant website and also a giant Reddit that shows popular clips on Twitch and then people weigh in on those clips. A lot of the clips recently, this is, this is how a lot of trends start. It's basically a website that keeps tabs on the big streamers and then their thoughts on things. So it's basically like a drama central for the most part. It's like it's like Twitch drama central, man. Um so I, I want to kind of we're gonna add, have some people coming in here. So I want to ask some people. So uh, Lilo and Ace, let me pull you up onto the screen here, uh, just because we we have this new functionality. I want to make sure we show this. So uh, Lilo and Ace her says big streamers do know not to do it, but I think that they're finding a workaround so they still do it. Um, obviously, big streamers, especially like Pokimane and all of them, absolutely know they're not supposed to watch the last Airbender or Naruto on screen. They know this. Well, with the exception of XQC's come out and said that he's like trying to reach out to MasterChef to continue to be able to stream. Right. Um, which is a good, I mean, it's kind of funny. That's another thing we'll get back to later on as we talk more about this. But Lilo Nace, you're right. I mean, these big streamers do know. But here's the thing. The big streamers also know that they're going to get a slap on the wrist, a two-day ban, and then they'll be back with more viewers than ever. 
So it's kind of like they know they're doing wrong, but they also know there's no consequences to their actions. So why does it matter? Like a two-day ban is like, oh, great, I get two-day break. Okay. Like, and then I get a 12-hour return stream that pops the fuck off. Exactly. They're going to make more money. They they would have made all their money then some, you know, because now they're in the news, you know. Um, Zion, do you want to start pulling? We're gonna, we have new functionality today where Zion's able to pull up his screen and show stuff on screen. So I, I want to try and hat, uh, make sure we get him added on here for sure. Um, and I want to bring up, oh, Party just says something really interesting. So Party of Two, I'm going to bring you on screen real quick. So uh, big streamers aren't thinking beyond Twitch bans. These people could right. get jail time if their companies take them to court. This is huge and very true. What do you think about also, that? Also, um, might want to fix your properties real fast. Big streamers. Big streamers. Big streamers. Oh, why did it say streamers? But yo, dude, with a rating, with a party of... What is up, dude? How are you, Dumon? Dumon, welcome to the stream, my guy. Guys, please go do me a favor. Go follow him. Go go check him Hi. out. And my shout out isn't working well, so <laughs> I'll have to fix make one Your thing. Chat and... fucked while we're on the podcast. Yeah, right? that's how it goes. Yeah, chat box messed up. A lot of things are turned off. So thank you so much, Mr. Hi. Dumon, for that raid. And Angry, what's up, Angry? How you guys <sighs> doing? We guys show up for the party, man. Um. Anyways, so. I think it's important that these big streamers understand that I don't I don't personally think that they care too much and I don't think Twitch cares too much. But I can you bring up something, Zion, about uh what Co Carnage said? I think that's gonna be a good segue into the next section here. So let me um I've got it. You got it up? Okay, let me let me pull it up. Okay. Hi. Messed up uh so much chat, but listening while working out. No worries, man. Uh stop uh, at the jail tell you this. Okay, go ahead and read it off, man. Give us uh, some info. So, hopefully, and forgive us if this doesn't stay caught up to what we've got. We're working with some new software, and it's being kind of finicky. Um, so, Hi. popular streamer Co Carnage expresses his concern Hi. for Twitch after the prevalence of rebroadcasting copyrighted content on the platform, according to a tweet from today. This was a couple days ago. Um, streamer said that other content creators are potentially putting their platform in danger right after one major streamer gets DMCA'd another starts testing the waters with other danger content Hi. toast with death note um, countless streamers have engaged with copyrighted protected content some of the site's top creators have streamed a wide range of titles from Lord of the Rings to MasterChef on their channels uh, the first ban regarding this content may have struck, but streamers have yet to grasp the severity of the situation. According to Code Carnage, Pokey played off her two-day ban Hi. and promotes her return stream with a smile. Uh, talking about her recent ban last week, Pokemane being one of the biggest streamers on the platform, got a 48-hour slap on the wrist after Last Airbender streaming it. Um, Co went on to write about the potential legal ramifications of the recent trend. Can't imagine any license holder doesn't take a look at what's going on and realize how there are fundamental problems with both creators and the platform. Uh, hope Twitch is locked down legally because it's not a good look at all. Yeah. Um, and he goes on about uh, his opinion has sparked debate surrounding the culpability of Twitch, and whether or not punishment should apply to the streamer or the platform. And while the future of rebroadcasted content is currently unknown, it seems the eyes of publishers and license holders are beginning to turn on Twitch, not the streamers. So I think that's important. And uh, Aragon just brought up something I want to bring on screen real quick. So um, 
Aragon said, and oh, there's the box. So let me bring this down. <laughs> New stuff, guys. Or yeah, this is how it goes. Um, just like a wrestler I follow on Twitch who's been banned before because she streamed WrestleMania a couple years ago before the pandemic happened. So restreamed content is not new. Uh, streamers have been doing this for like esports events, um, regular shows that they've been watching, things like that. So this is not like it's brand new content, but it's interesting that it's it's kind of shaped this way. And now it's like the meta for lots of big reactionary content creators. It's kind of wild. But what Ko just said, what Zion just read, hey, a little, uh, little, little, little fun, little pun, dad jokes coming in. Um, so you can't imagine any license holder that doesn't look at what's going on and realizes that there are fundamental problems with both the creators and the platform. I hope Twitch is locked down legally because it's not a good look at all. That's huge. That's a big statement because it's true. I mean, for example, streamers should automatically know that they can't do this, but Twitch is not enforcing their big streamers to like permanently ban them because the, like Pokemane's a giant moneymaker. XQC is a giant moneymaker. Hassan is a giant moneymaker. If they get a ban, they don't want them banned off the platform for good because that's a lot of revenue. So they're not going to ban them. But at the same time, if their streamers do that and the ban doesn't stop them, then there should be legal ramifications of Twitch. Like, what do you think about that, Zion? I, uh, yeah, it, it, these high-end slap on the wrists versus like a mid to low tier streamer like even dropping the bucket of say our one and only miss savage miss jordan af uh if you took her and she streamed some of this content and she got hit with a ban who knows the length of it could be permanent you know yeah. and uh lansomus actually it's a great segue so i'll bring up lansomus comment real quick so Lansomus says, this DMCA thing is so important to me in my stream because um, I stream music and my interest in it is that something I so desperately want to include in my content, but it feels uh, impossible at my size. I'm actually going to make this bigger for everybody. Here you go. Um, that's an important piece of content too right there. You know what I'm saying? Like that's really big because like what does this mean for smaller content creators? Like you just said, Miss Savage, myself, Lansomus Prime, like we're small people. Like, if I show one video clip and I get a copyright strike, obviously three strikes and you're out. But then you have these big streamers setting the bar of fucking, I think Toast watched like three fucking seasons of Naruto with no and repercussions. Then Death, and then Death Note. And then Death Note. Exactly. With no repercussions. Like, no ban, no slap on the wrist. He, he has a tweet of him saying he deleted his VODs and nothing happened. How is that fair? Hi. So what do you think what do you think should happen, Zion? Like, do you think it should be fair across the board? Are we talking even about fair? Hi. Do you think that this is something that is gonna stay? Like, give me your insights, man. I'm trying to think of how to word it. Uh <sighs> Party of Two says uh the one guy was sleeping while watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Ridiculous, yeah. dude. Um, I just want to play bands that should get more traction and almost advertise and talk up for them. True on that, on the DMCA. But again, DMCA, like the music versus legit, like streaming uh, republished content. It's kind of, they're in the same ballpark, but at the same time, they're two separate entities too. Like, 
I don't know what the legal ramifications are for streaming. I, I'm sure it's all the same. Like, publisher comes out and says, no, 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 and then suddenly you get struck. I... It's hard to say. Like, again, we're coming to stuff that we've been talking about for, like, the last year or so where Twitch is downtrending because they can't set just mainstay like here's the bar do everything above it don't do anything below it they haven't gone out and given us like direct content rules right so it's just so loosely ran that they just i don't know yeah i think so um a couple things. Let's bring up. So let's bring up some goodies here that some people have said. So there's there's some gems in chat right now. Um, so here's the thing. Potty just said, for example, um, how do you go about getting permission to show copyrighted material? I think that's a big statement, Potty. Because for example, man, like if it would have to be on a on a completely twitch basis like twitch would have to have some kind of legal contract with all of these dmca like with all like atlantic records for example for music right they'd have to have some kind of contract like okay our streamers will stream your content for atlantic records and then they can monetize it like it would like like spotify or something right they can find like all right we're gonna pay you x amount of dollars for x amount of plays or whatever or like they do, they could even do it event based, where it's like, all right, uh, this XQC is going to stream Master Chef for this much money. We're going to stream it on your platform. You pay us because they can treat it like advertising dollars or something, but they won't, you know, because Hi. Twitch would rather take the case of like, fuck it, we don't want to do that, you know, because that's a lot of a a lot of work, and b they'd have to have some agreements and they have to jump into the copyright field, which is why they have the copyright um, strikes now for DMCA stuff. They won't ban you immediately. But if you get three DMCA strikes, that could be it. You know, that's it. You're done. Um, uh, Doogie also said, pull him up on the stream. Uh, he's saying that he agrees. Uh, it's unfortunate for streamers not doing anything wrong, but eventually Twitch can't claim they're, they aren't doing anything wrong if they're allowing it to happen. I think you nailed it. They're allowing this content to happen, dude. It's not like they're not stupid. Twitch knows this is happening. And I guarantee you that publishers and their advertisers are reaching out to them saying, hey, like, what are you doing? Why are you allowing this on the platform? Like, we don't want our content. Like, I'm trying to sell gamer subs. I don't want to sell it to, to children. You know, and this streamer over here is watching The Last Airbender, which is not my target demographic. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, it gets real muddy. It gets very muddy very quickly. Um, and I think, uh, Kreeza, thank you for the lurk. Appreciate you very much. And I'm just going to add a couple people here. Um. Lance was just saying he just wants to play bands and that sh they should get more traction, almost advertise and talk them up. I, that's kind of to that same vein, man. Like they can make these kind of uh, larger umbrella deals with various music rights holders, digital media holders, all that stuff. But I think that would cost so much money. I don't think it's going to happen. I really I just don't I don't think it's going to happen personally. I would love to see it happen. I just don't think it will. Um all right, so Coco brought up something. I want to get your opinion on this, Zion. So uh, I think this day and age with the speed of information, uh, technology, how everything is at your fingertips on demand, no one should get in trouble for watching streaming content. 
What are your thoughts on that? That's a big statement, and it's really interesting. Dark Wobble, you can start streaming my streams whenever you want. Go ahead, bud. Just take my content. Go ahead. <laughs> it still won't be better gameplay either. No. <laughs> um. So I looked into a little bit of the... Back in September, um, Twitch DMCA made an agreement with NMPA, which was the National Music Publishers Association, to kind of more broadly... Should like we pull that up? Do you have that open? I've got it open right now. Okay, here. Yeah, pull um, that up. So... When creators get a claim on their content, similar to DMCA, the platform will now review reports and check for completeness. Unlike DMCA, they will give creators a chance to correct their offense by first issuing a warning. Uh, if VODs and clips that contain unauthorized music will be removed, if a live stream involves flagrant music using uses like rebroadcasting music concerts and pre-release tracks, the, flat, the platform may also issue a warning or penalty dependent on the creator's history of that kind of use. Right. So if you're just full send playing Juice World on your stream 24-7, that could be an issue. Yeah. I mean, that's what they said that the state is. But I think um, I think what's, what's interesting is that uh, Party of Two said Twitch is towing the line with staying in a safe harbor by not being consistent with their bands and, and what they're doing. So even though Twitch has made these backroom deals with these other, um, like Atlantic record, like Atlantic records and all, all of these big content holder, uh, publishers, it just seems like you could have this awesome deal on paper, but their enforcement is lackluster. Like they're not enforcing shit. Doesn't really matter. Like they can have all the deals they want on paper, but <laughs> they're not doing anything. They're not towing the line. Uh, let's see. I think, uh, okay. So uh, let's bring up to that point. Aragon said something here. Uh, I think Twitch is changing shit around, uh, that it's a new year, but give it a few months to six months that maybe they'll change their minds yet again. I don't think that's true. What do you, what do you think? Zion? Do you think they're going to change it again or maybe be more stringent? I think if anything, they, they need to come out and be like, lay out the law of, okay, here's this, here's this, here's this. It needs to be more finely tuned and in black and white so there isn't any confusion, period. Yeah. I think that's true. Um, I I get what you're saying, but we've been talking about this for a year and they haven't changed shit. They, people have been doing this type of content, reactionary content, watching clips, watching TikToks, watching any video on, on YouTube they possibly can in order to react to it live, and that's their content. I mean, shit, this podcast right now, we're reacting to their reactions. <laughs> and then Twitch's reactions. Like, reaction content is kind of just is what... It's like the meta right now. You know what I'm saying? It just is what it is, because talking about this type of stuff brings it to the public eye, and public eye gets you more views. It's kind of one of those things, man. Now, we're not doing it to, for that sole purpose, we find this topic super interesting. It's like, why is this still happening a year and a half later? I mean, they made uh, that... When has that uh, article been written? When was that created, Zion? September of last year. Yeah. Okay, so even since September of last year, they strike a new agreement. I remember this in the news. This was out, but it didn't do anything. It, yeah. Nothing's been changed. All it did was add copyright strikes to your stuff. Before this DMCA thing, you just had to like not have music in your VODs. That, and people just had a workaround for that. Um, I'm going to bring up Potty here real quick. So he brought up something interesting. Let's uh, read this off real quick. All right. So with your example, Atlantic Records would hold the copyright for the X song in the U.S. 
but they'd also need to speak with the other copyright holders in other countries, regions for the content to be shown globally. Otherwise, they'd have to introduce geo blockers, which just adds more work to Twitch's ends, which they won't do. You're right. Twitch is, they're not going to do that. <laughs> they're, just, they're just not going to do that. 100%. You're right. Um, another thing, too, is Duji said, I, I think to pay for it, streamers would gladly pay a little more for a music streaming service they could safely play. The monthly fee could be how they pay for royalties or something. Kind of like a Spotify. Like, you pay for Spotify Premium. You have ways of, you know, they use ads if you have a free version, but you pay for premium. You can listen to whatever song you want, and you have rights to listening to that song, right? And at least in your earbuds, right? Because the goal is, like, you're listening to it, right? Uh -oh. oh, shit. Big Hi. Refuse, what are you doing here, man? Welcome Hi. to the stream. Hi. What is up, guys? How are you guys doing? Glory to the rice balls we raid today. Welcome, 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 welcome. How are you all doing today? Can I get a shout-out for Refuse underscore PC? If you guys are listening at home on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure to go to twitch.tv forward slash refuse underscore pc and that's r-e-f-u-z-e underscore pc trust me on that uh and if you guys a little little side note if you want to check the podcast live you can always be here pretty much every sunday 2 p.m eastern standard time i trust you i trust you slap a fish um we also have another great question lansimus prime guys we're check this out guys we have we are talking today dmca bans for streamers on twitch and uh, ask your questions in chat. We'll bring them up on chat and we'll answer them to the best of our ability. But uh, I want I want you guys to to chime in a little bit. Chime in a little bit here. Come talk to us a little bit. Uh, Lansimus says, for example, let's see. Um, if I got a DMCA strike for music on one of my streams and then I hid that stream from being watched after the fact so it was only accessible live, does that remove the concern and strike? Doesn't remove the strike. I don't think it does remove the strike unless you no. yeah so what some streamers have been doing like for me for example is i have all my music live right now but it doesn't save to my vod you can still get a live copyright strike right now you can still get a live copyright claim right um which is interesting uh Potty goes on to say right here, a subservice that used copyright material on streaming services would be a huge game changer. I wonder if there are any about. I don't know. I don't think. I think the subservices are already like Spotify. You know, they already they're already paying the, the for the rights of the content. iTunes is a is the same thing. It's technically a subservice. You you find artists that you want to listen to, and you listen to them on those because you're paying whatever rate or whatever the case might be. Zion, yeah. do you think Twitch would ever come out with something like an approved list of things you could stream? No, because it's too much work. Hmm. I don't think, yeah. I think they'd have to deal with a bunch of shit. I don't think they would do it. I just don't think that they're going to put in that work. Um, all right. Aragon has a great, a great point here. All right, I'm going to make this bigger. I'm going to make this bigger. Here, let's make this bigger. He's got a lot to say. I'm gonna just make this huge. Here you go. <laughs> That's much better. Okay. Uh, Twitch needs Twitch needs to be more consistent with not only the big streamers but also with all the streamers. If a small streamer gets banned for showing any copyright video and gets banned for either a week or longer, Twitch should be holding. Ah, shit. We lost it. <laughs> Hold on. I'll put you back. Dude, it's, coming it's back. not just. It's not just Stream Beats either. Monster Cat and um, what the hell's the other one? 
Monster Cat and Pretzel Rocks are both popping off too because yeah. all these alternative they're they're the stream safe options. Yeah, that's true. So Stream Beats with their Hundred Thieves co uh, collab, Hype Tracks, and their all their other stuff that they've knocked out. Monster Cat and all their big playlists. Uh, I haven't heard of Pretzel Rocks until this moment, but me neither. Hopefully, apparently they've got alternative stream safe music options. Party Two um, is talking about. I use Epidemic Music. You connect your Twitch and YouTube accounts, and they know your account is good to use their songs while you're subscribed. Interesting. So that's kind of interesting. I'd have to play around with that. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, these uh, these are these third party sites like Monster Cat uh, partnered with Streamlabs in order to play music directly from Streamlabs into your browser and then out. And then they do the same thing where they don't capture the songs um, for your VODs. So you can have your VODs and you can rock from there. And hey, Refuse, podcast is going great, man. Thank you again for that raid. Guys, can you please go make sure to go follow them? It, Refuse has got some awesome stuff. And we also have a little collab coming soon. <laughs> little collab happening soon. Uh, Spotify is a single use user license though. It's different to a broadcaster license. Exactly. Um, and these are these are troubled waters, man. I think the reason Zion and I wanted to bring this up is because it's only gonna get more muddied as it goes, unless Twitch comes out with some kind of standardized use. Um and I don't think they're gonna start enforcing like they should, because it they haven't they have a proven track record of not enforcing shit. I mean, imagine, like, remember Zion? I always bring this up, but Indy Fox, for Christmas, 2020 Christmas, showed her entire asshole on stream to everybody. End of stream. Banned for three days. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Like, she has some of the most... She did what? Yeah, go. I, I would recommend go look that shit stream up. fails. No, not by accident. That was her Christmas present to her chat. I don't, I'm not making this shit up. Like, <laughs> she got banned for three days. If I did that, not only one, I would never do that, but two, if I did that, I'd be gone. They, that, you, see ya, gone. I'd be out of here, bro. But she makes so much money for the platform that, you know, is what it is. Yeah, I'd be perma banned immediately. Anybody else, any small streamer that doesn't bring shit, Twitch a million dollars. Shit, just for showing his feet. Exactly. Exactly. It just it doesn't it doesn't happen. Show you your ass leveled. I will I will definitely uh, uh, start an OnlyFans. Lev, we're gonna I think levfeet.com is open. You'll give subs, okay? The last subs I'll ever receive if I show my asshole on stream, because <laughs> I'll be gone by tomorrow. <laughs> Leveledonlyfeet.com. I'm gonna have just random pictures of Hobbit feet and a random asshole. It won't be mine, but it'll it'll be somebody's. Um, Zion, let's wrap this up for DMCA bands, man. What do you think, like, what's the number one thing they should do? They need to come out and just redo their entire fucking system because DMCA is ancient and needs to just non-existent, but it won't happen. Yeah. Like, shit came out in 1998. Streaming didn't really start until 2011. After YouTube's whole fucking disaster. So the fact that YouTube has had DMCA dialed in since like 2009 and yet Twitch can't dial it in after 10 years is a fucking joke. Yeah, it is a joke. Or they're playing their fucking favoritism bullshit and it's just stupid. 
Yeah. I, I had a, a funny quote from another person I've talked to uh, in the industry. And they're saying that basically Twitch is just like a good old boys club. And that's just what it is. And they just kind of play that favoritism. I mean, there's there's been people talking about... Um, like, there's those reports before where uh, there was reports of grooming younger, smaller female streamers by a male uh, Twitch employee and promising her partner... I mean, that should say enough right there about the favoritism. And it's that these are human beings that are running this company. But to you know, to YouTube's credit, YouTube's algorithm is catching all this shit. Like Ludwig got banned three days in a row, I think, live because he was playing. Yeah. He was doing his same content that he was doing on Why? Twitch. He did it on YouTube. The algorithm's like, nope, <laughs> nope, you ain't doing shit. Nice try. You have to write Bona owes me a beard because he owes me a beard. By the way, I'm, I think he's going to send me some so I can patch it on here. You know what I mean? You're pretty sure Twitch is playing favoritism. I think so, man. I, I What do you guys think about... Let me, let me hear your thoughts in chat. What do you guys think about Twitch favoritism? And do you have any examples that you could share? Obviously, other than some of these current ones where Pokemon got a three-day ban for, you know, sharing Last Airbender and stuff. I'm going to add you guys on chat. We're going to read these off real quick and get an idea. So, Doogie says, I think for small streamers. Doogie. Oh, my God. Doogie. You're doing the same thing Savage did when she first Doogie. started. Doogie. It's because oh, of her. Yeah, Doogie. it's her fault. I know it's her it's fault. It's not Doogie. Doogie. Okay. You're bougie now. Uh, if you own the content, don't play it. Just be safe. Don't let Twitch favoritism ruin the, your community. Exactly. Don't let it. Don't let that ruin your community. Well said, man. Well said. Potty goes ahead and says, let's go ahead here. Um, I've just Googled broadcasting licenses and from a cursory look, it would cost on average 500, 500, uh, euro per person to have a license to play copyrighted music. Yeah. Terms and additions can apply. Yeah. That's a lot of money per streamer that you have to invest in that. So I think there's 8 million broadcasters on average a month and Twitch would have to pay that much money to have that for every single person, which is wild. Like, I don't think they would do that. I mean, they're definitely not going to do that. Strider, I see you, man. How you doing, brother, man? Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Dude. 40 or 400 million pounds a year. Let's do the math. So, on average, let's just do eight. So, eight million, right? Let's just do eight times, what is that, 500, right? Four billion dollars a month. Yeah, I don't think they're doing that. <laughs> oh, a year. A year, not a, a year, month. A year, excuse me, a year. So $4 billion a year. They're not doing that. There's <laughs> no fucking way. I mean, it would make more sense if, like, maybe only Twitch partners can do that. You know, like, that would make... There's only 51,000 Twitch partners at any given time on Twitch. So 51,000 is much more... Makes more sense, you know? And those partners are probably making well over the 500 or whatever. So their cost average would make perfect sense cost effective yeah yeah it'd be way more cost effective they wouldn't allow affiliates and below people who are not affiliated to, to have a, a general thing there's no way ain't no fucking way boy um zion what do we got next on the docket today uh other than that talking about some new game releases that are coming out this month um two big names pretty much coming out soon um pokemon legends rcs come out I think the 28th and okay. then um, 
Rainbow Six Extraction, which I believe comes out the 20th, which actually a couple of big name streamers just got um, like early, re early release for it and got to play it early and it looks pretty good from what I've seen, okay. but I don't, I don't know if it's enough to stay as an active game. It just, it's Rainbow Six's version of uh, Extinction from COD Ghosts, where it's like you go in, you deploy for a mission, you set up, you're trying to like purify a building and then get the hell out of Dodge. That's what? it. Yeah, it, it it looks underwhelming. Like it looks pleasantly surprising as a game, but I don't think it'll be a big blow up game. Yeah. Oh, we have two um, more com comments about before we uh, hit the nail on the head with a DMCA. Uh, let's pull up Lancemus here. Um, but it was an opt-in type of situation where Twitch makes a deal to make that cheaper. And then if Twitch took a bigger cut percentage of my subs ads, I'd consider it. Do you? Okay, that's a right there. That is a that's a statement, dude. Would you take less money on your sub? Because you know they're not. Dude, they're not. They're already taking so much money, bro. Stop a fish. Oh, what a name. Welcome to the stream, dude. Thank you for that follow, my guy. We're getting close to a thousand. It's kind of right there. Um, dude, Don, would you take a pay cut if it allowed you to stream weird content? Because it's already a 70-30 um, split. They're taking they're taking 70%. Nah, I mean, I don't make anything off Twitch anyways, so. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, if it it has to be cost-effective. You, you, I mean... That's a large, well, like, give them an extra 10%. So you only make 20% of all your subs and bits. Yeah. And then, but you can stream whatever you want. But that's, even if that's not your type of content. But if I could play classic rock on stream, I'd fucking love that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I would love that. I'd probably love to I'd take be, a little money. I'd be bopping 2000s rock personally. Like, yeah, that'd be my, my deal. Uh, Potty goes ahead and says one last thing. Um, I'd actually like a little clarification for him. If a streamer is not affiliate partner, do they still have to worry about DMCA strikes given they aren't making any money from streaming? Yes. Because I think your channel could still get struck. Absolutely. Uh, you can still get struck. And it's not... So, Potty, it's not about being the small streamer. It's about the liability of Twitch if you ever got caught. Even if you're a small streamer, maybe you have three people in chat or whatever, right? It's the fact that they are taking on liability, and since you're technically a streamer and you sign an agreement with them, then you are technically have to play by the rules. Um, and one of those rules are you have to follow the DMCA. So, uh, and I love this this quote here from Party. Uh, Twitch is a really tiny ecosystem. I don't think the record companies would find it worth it for them. I think you're understating the how big Twitch is. Twitch has 8 million unique content creators every single month. They have, on average, right now, as of 2021, uh, in all of the recent stats for quarter four, they have 5 billion watch, watch minutes uh, <laughs> a month. It's The numbers are staggering. It's insane. So I, I don't... I think that... I think that it's... The companies, the record companies, would be crazy not to jump on. They're the biggest streaming platform. They're the biggest live streaming platform on the internet. Like, it's, it's huge. Um, Ericon says he'd be bumping 80s and 90s music if I were allowed. I think so, too, dude. I'd be doing that. All right. So, Zion, do you want to talk about Broken Ranks? Give us a little bit of insight. I'm going to pull it up on my side this time. 
So that way you can yeah. kind of uh, we'll play some. We we'll want to play that video, I think, right? Let me, uh, uh, do you want to do the one from their site, or do you want the Sir Medieval intro one? No, we can do this one. Let's do the one from their site. It's just kind of overlaying um, their their info here. So I'm gonna kind of okay. Jump so this in. Broken Ranks is a newer. Uh, it's unreleased as of now. It's an MMORPG. It's isometric. It's got an art style that its claim to fame is it's very similar to a. Um, it's very similar to the Baldur's Gate from what I've seen. Mm, yeah. And a lot of people are excited because it's got like sequential combat. So you'll be running around doing your thing in the world, interacting, doing quests and whatnot. And then combat will suck you into an instance and it's up to five player or five people on your team, including AI. And you can hack and slash, you can do magic, you can do all kinds of stuff. And their system to do actions is really interesting. So when you boot it up, you'll see that there's um, at the bottom of the screen, you'll see there's like there's different actions you can take. I think it's like three to five of them per each character that you have on your team. Okay. And then you have 12 action tokens you can use. And depending on how many you put into each character, it depends on the accuracy of their hit and the power of their hit. So if, if the first guy has like three out of five and the second guy has two out of five, and then the last guy has the other seven tokens or whatever, or mm -hmm. however many tokens you can load up, um, it, it'll be more powerful or more accurate to actually hit. Hmm. Lance says, so I understand the relationship is different, but it is similar to many ways as well. My favorite FM radio station plays the most random music all the time and talks about it and makes me then go find and play download songs, bringing it in revenue for them. I understand radio stations have the broadcast licensure, but why can't that scale? I don't know. Dreaming, I guess. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I as far as the DMCA stuff goes, I it would be nice if we could just stream whatever the fuck we wanted without any issues, but it's not going to happen because people got to get their penny. So I think um, I think it's scalable, but it had to be onto the company in this in this sense, Twitch, uh, in order to to want to pay it out. I mean, here's another thing, another way of thinking about it, uh, Lance. If it was easy to implement and do, YouTube would have it in. But and even on YouTube, you still have to use royalty-free music because they will also get a DMCA strike. And YouTube's the biggest streaming platform of all time ever. I mean, they have 500 million minutes of uploaded content across the world every single minute. Like it's unmanageable how much content there is. It's it's absolutely insane. So you know, put it into perspective of that, like. Even they can't do it. You know what I mean? There's no way. So they have to rely on algorithms and just say, don't do it. You know? So Twitch, uh, in, comparatively speaking, like Party said, is a small ecosystem compared to the giant of YouTube or the giant that is like Spotify or iTunes, for example. Um, yeah. You know, there's just no way around it. So Twitch is playing. They're trying to play underdog right now. The problem is that Twitch is scaling at the same time. I mean, they, they went from 3 million monthly streamers to 8 million monthly streamers, and that number's only going up, especially as COVID is still rampant. So, you know. Um, 
I can upload my copyrighted music on YouTube and it still it gets it just gets demonetized. It's still available. I can still post it. Yeah, you can still post it, but if you get enough of, same thing, if you get enough of those strikes though, you'll get copyright strikes onto your account and they can ban you for that. Same system that Twitch is doing. You can put the mu music there. It will play that music. It might even mute it though here and there. They're implementing that. But at the same time though, you can still post it, but the same thing is like you can get a copyright strike on your account for YouTube. Same thing. Same exact thing. Yeah. And you can get fucked. <laughs> you can get fucked hard. Like, they'll get you. Imagine making money on YouTube, and then all of a sudden you play three songs over the course of a year, and then see you later. Sayonara. Uh, let's go over this video real quick. I want to see what's up with this. Maybe another I interesting another it. interesting thing for Broken Ranks. Uh, so, Isometric, Baldur's Gate vibes coming to your PC very, very soon. It was originally coming out April 22nd. But now they just bumped it to January 25th, while players will be able to download it via their client as soon as January 18th. While the release will only for BC, they are also planning Android and iOS releases. Hmm. So it's interesting. Gonna Android I don't know if it'll and be, iPhone releases, huh? I don't know if it'll get crossplay, but that would be kind of wild. I mean, they did that with um. Oh, what's that game? Um. It's like it was supposed to be the RuneScape, the new version of RuneScape almost. Um, it's a big kind of isometric style MMO as well. Um, oh, God, it's in chat. Help me here. It's like top down looks just kind of it's not like this look, updated cartoony graphics. Um, it'll come back to me, but it's very similar MMO, but they have the same thing where it's available on your phone as well. All right. I love this art style, by the way. This thing looks sweet. Uh, it's very much so that Baldur's Gate art. Yeah, very much. Okay, so... So it's turn-based. Tactical combat turn-based. Got it, okay. Looks sweet. I love the the creatures in this, but I don't know how. How do you think a turn-based game is gonna look in a MMO setting? That's gotta be interesting. Does it come with dungeons? Can you, do you have any more info? Can you pull some stuff up? Uh, Sorry, you guys are trying to move on. I'll stop. No, Lance, let's talk, dude. Um, we'd love to talk about this stuff, man. Uh, that's we brought actually, it up today. Actually, he he DM'd me shortly before the podcast about something he wants to talk to us about. Do you want to bring him on the podcast and try it out? Uh, it's for your vacation when you're away from PC. Okay, got it. Okay, no worries. All right, we'll talk off stream about that. Bye. Uh, hey, podcast time. Exactly. About to say turn-based MMO. Exactly. How about a turn-based MMO? Do you have a? Do you have this pulled up, Zion? You could pull up your screen. So, couple notes that Sir Medieval's made. Max party size is five players. Uh, might have a chance of dropping items on death in PvP, but we should also lose experience slash gold from PvP deaths too. Okay. Buffs and debuffs available in-game as well as crowd control such as rooting slash stunning. You get four stat points while leveling up alongside skill points. For stat points or attributes, you need to make sure you split your focus a bit depending on your class. Current attributes are strength, power, knowledge, dex, HP, mana, and stamina. Uh, special events occur on Terran that are outside of normal gameplay. They're often unique and rewarding, and various kinds can occur in the game. Uh, events are hosted in the Game Master or Admin and are usually marked in the calendar for that month. On occasion, random events may be hosted that are not previously announced. 
flasks usable in game for gaining health mana stamina and other attributes like strength and knowledge and even extra damage inhibitors are used during enhancement process in game we can produce them by or drop them from stronger bosses and monsters uh open world pvp is a green zone no one can be attacked yellow red skull blue shield and sadists can be attacked guild war enemies can be attacked five minute blockade okay this is a bunch of stuff wait, wait there's pvp uh, turn-based yes. pvp yes what um do we have a video can you share a video of like is there a video of pvp uh combat system party system class of broken ranks character creation progression and pve pvp system yeah i'll send you this link send me the link yeah let's check this out we'll go back to the main uh main stage for a second here let's go back here we changed it up guys we're doing the new games for january 2022 right now we're talking about broken ranks um we're gonna see what's going on with this broken ranks game let me see if we can get this going here let me pull this up okay let's do theater mode what the hell? Oh, of course, more games. Speaking of games, I always get these game ads, man. They're crazy. All right, so let's see. Character creation, platform, localization, characters. It's like the fifth one. I want to do uh, PvE progression real quick. So, guys, we're watching at home. This is the Broken Rakes Medieval MMORPG by Sir Medieval. So, if you guys want to watch this at home, follow along. More than welcome to. We're about to jump into the progression and PvE system real fast. Various games such as Adventure Quest or Dragon Fable. And has even had comparisons made Whoa. to the original Baldur's Gate. Pride of Tyrant has been alive for almost what is 10 playing? years. Oh, your video is playing. Longest amount of content and history uh, being over to Broken Ranks. Let's so go turn that off real quick. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, I even start playing it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even started playing it yet. The hell? It's trying to get me, so, man. It's still playing. Off by you into oh, it's still sharing. Can you pause it real quick? Leave their homeland due to uh, the yeah, I'm Victorian hordes. Still playing. The Utorian uh, seems to not be for the me. Faction of this game On my side, it is. So far. In Broken Rank. What? Okay. Sorry, guys. We're just using this new technology right now, and it's uh, it's doing things. <laughs> It's Boomer said, new technology. New technology, you say? Well, we might not be able to do it because right now it's just playing that video, like, constantly. You sure it's not playing in your uh, ears or anything? No, it's paused and I'm... It's muted on my I'll side, I'll X too. out of the whole thing if you want. Oh, 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 I'm stupid. Hold on. No, don't, don't do that. I'm stupid. I was playing in Discord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, it was play. playing. I got it. All right, so let's check this progression out. Let's see what's going on here. To the original and some of our main forms. So they have dynamic events, main side quest, quest main lines, quest, side quest lines. Job it's tasks, weird seeing like this. Um, gather quest that we can complete, and they have a cooldown. Daily. It's weird lines, seeing other people, course, and then you just choose the things you want to fight, and you just stand there next to that thing. To experience if they keep those systems in dungeon content, and even rare elites Ooh. that spawn throughout the world that are class. Dungeon content confirmed, dude. Lev broke the stream. Does it? No, come on, man. It's just uh, it's high roll. It's all champions. it's all according to plan, Everything guys. I just listed also covers the majority of the player versus environment. Oh wow! PvP, this will be an open world PvP game. However, it should not be full loot if they stay true to the Pride of Tyrant. Instead, Interesting. we'll have different flagging zones similar to Albion. Okay, so there's flagging zones in there, and then it's open world PvP from there. So anybody can just walk up to you and start fighting with you online except we do not have a guaranteed chance of losing items if we go to a higher tier zone 
There will also be zone protectors known as the pump masters, if I understand correctly. Zone protectors. And the main penalty we get as a result of death is the loss of experience and gold. But it's not super severe. Whoever the person is on the left is getting fucking wrecked. For hours on it. Yeah. Tournaments, a flagging system, of course, to go along with the open world PvP. Oh, cool. So they have a flagging system. So even if you're walking through a PvP zone, you don't have to like just start fighting randomly. That's kind of nice. That's good. P Guild Wars similar to Black Desert, where guild you are Wars. able to declare on other ones, and you will. How would a Guild War? You just walk up to somebody, start fighting, and then just like you, you're, you're two people no stand idea, there, dude. It's. I mean, it's an interesting concept. It's just I don't know how execution's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting, man. All right, what's the other game that's coming up soon? Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Okay. Well, the the big name games that are coming out this month are Pokemon Legends Arceus and R6 Extraction. Okay. Um, Arceus is Pokemon's first shot as a completely open world Pokemon game. It looks very Breath of the Wild esque. Okay, let's watch. I'm gonna watch this uh, trailer real quick. Let's see what's going on with this game. Let's see what this is all about here. Le Pokemon Legends of Arches. Okay. It looks like like Breath of the Wild. Yeah. The one comp like complaint everybody has is it looks very empty. So you're seeing close-up oh, yeah. shots of individual Pokemon, but then nothing in the background. Like it's got a short rendering distance for spawns. Yeah. Oh, this looks kind of cool, though. Yes, so you'll be running around in bushes and whatnot, or running around in... You can, like, walk up and throw a Pokeball at something, and if you surprise catch it, sweet. If you don't, it starts an engagement. You either have to run or bring out your Pokemon to fight it. Oh. It's set in like ancient era Yoruba, so it's. It's like a. It looks like it's like um. I like the ancient era look. So it's, it actually looks just like Breath of the Wild, basically. <laughs> basically, aren't you supposed yeah. to be surprised by wild Pokemon? Are you supposed to be surprised by wild Pokemon? Is that what's happening here? Sometimes. And there's also like encounters where you'll piss off. Like you saw the Electrovire. And, yeah, it just like uh, popped out of nowhere. Ursa Ring that were just pissed off and they started chasing you. There was footage of Snorlax like getting pissed off and running you down. Really? Let's see if we yeah. can find that. It's gotta be... So you have to sneak up. So here's gameplay. And there's also different forms being released of certain Pokemon. Like they're doing a, uh, uh, a Galarian... Uh, Electrode, Azorua, and something else are new coming out, and right. they look they look completely different than their normal forms. So this guy's just throwing Pokeballs at this thing and then hoping to catch it. Does he have to? Does he actually fight it or something? Well, just keep watching. Ah, okay. Answer my question. So now, like, you can weaken it. And then throw a ball at it and try to catch and it. Get it. Okay. 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 So that makes more sense. So you have to throw the ball that starts the con the combat, and then you can throw out your Pokemon to do the fights and weaken, just like in any other Pokemon game. Um, yeah. Lancemith says, "I still, I think I want to still try this. I mean, I think I'd try this. Quite honestly, I'm thinking uh, I'm going on a trip soon. So what I'm thinking is for my." Um, for my Switch, I might pick up a Pokemon game and try it out. It, it won't be out on the Switch yet. This comes out like the 25th or the 28th, so uh, it won't be here in time for your trip. Damn. 
Uh, there's also another. There's other Pokemon games I haven't even. I haven't touched a Pokemon game since Pokemon Yellow. Like straight up. Uh, the better ones to do on the Switch would be like the Diamond and Pearl remake that just came out not too long ago, mm-hmm. or um, <laughs> honestly, any of them but Sword Shield. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sword and sword shield. shield. Per- personal opinion, but sword and shield are not all that great. High liger. This looks really cool, though. I mean, it's nice. I do agree it's that a, it looks it's very It's a change empty. of pace. Yeah. More than a very sequential storyline, like you're limited to, okay, you got to get this HM to go to the next city. You got to mm-hmm. get this HM to go back and fly. You got to get this HM to go to the next spot. Like, if, if it's very open, it's going to be intriguing because if, if it's non-linear and you can just go wherever the fuck you want and just spend all day catching Pokemon, that'd be dope. Oh, you know speedrunners are going to go straight to the legendary Pokemon and win. Like, immediately, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to win immediately. You can, well, that's oh, it. We don't, we, don't, we don't know what endgame is in this. Right. Oh, so you can fly in his mount. Just so it's very much, very, very much like Breath of the Wild. そして、ヒスイ地方で地図目玉というOh, so you can weaken Pokemon just by like throwing things. What's up, Liger? How's it going, dude? This game looks so bad. Dark, if it doesn't have a gun involved, you think every game looks bad if it doesn't have a gun involved. <laughs> and yet he rages at every game he plays, so yeah. <laughs> Called out on stream. Called out. Mark, I'm gonna make it. Uh, what else is coming out? Uh, uh, that's What's the next game that you're like, you have to get? Lance, there isn't a new generation, but yeah, there so is alternate forms of different Pokemon. Like, there's a new version of Zoroa, a new version of uh, Electrode, a new version of a couple different Mons. Like, that one we saw was like a new Growlithe. Um, looks like they half-assed it and added a blur or smoked effect. Trash. Oof. Valid opinion. I mean... If it's not for you, just don't buy it. Smile. Yeah. Is there a new generation of Pokemon coming with this? Mm-hmm. No. Is there? Not no. as far as I know. It's giving us... Uh, it's like old. It's like old generations. This is an older game, it's, right? Yeah, it's it's using the region... I think it's either Unova or something. Let me look. Potty says the that... Um, I'm not a big Pokemon fan. That game does nothing to pique my interest. I only reason it piques my interest is because I love Breath of the Wild. So if the game is anything like Breath of the Wild, I'd be interested. Just because Breath of the Wild was so fun. It's such a fun game. You can play it forever. That's the only reason I would even consider this game. Sniper Elite 5, is that coming out right now? Is that coming out this month? Let's check that out. Uh, other games that are coming out here in a minute are we're getting the ports for God of War 2018 to Steam on the 14th or the 18th. Okay. Uh, Mon Hunt Rise from the Switch is getting ported to PC on Monday. Yeah, Bleach looks a little bit more. Bleach is super excited about that. Um, Sniper Elite 5. Let's see this PC launch trailer real quick, which is interesting. Sometime in 2022. I never played any of the Sniper Elite games. I have no idea. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what they got going on there. 
uh, redoing the Pokemon games for these newer generation people. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I, lo I loved uh, Breath of the Wild. That Macarena shaking tree was my favorite character. That tree's the shit. Uh, let's see what this is going on. So this is the launch trailer happening. This was just released two, three days ago. Four. Oh, this is just their Steam launch trailer. It was released uh, three days ago. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's Monster Hunter Rise launch trailer. I like this, like, dojo-style thing. New features and filters. Man. Oh, you can do black and white mode. <gasps> That's actually pretty cool. More games should come with that. That's cool. Uh, CPL looks like shit. That's dope. That looks like Ghost of Tsushima. I know. Yeah. Ultra-wide display support, that's nice. This is kind of dope, man. Uncapped frame rates? Okay. Alright, how much not do you every, bet? Dude, how much do you bet? Not every PC would be able to run the 4K regardless. No. How much do you bet that uncapped frame rate's gonna cause issues day one release? Probably. It always does. I don't even know when they include it. You know it's going to. I'm interested in um, Samsung's coming out with a... They're paired with Alienware, and they're doing a 42-inch monitor that's 4K 240 hertz. What? It looks fucking insane. Here, let me... It's send me G, a link. Yeah, let me send a it's link. It's like the Neo Odyssey or some shit. Hold on. Neo Samsung. Neo Odyssey? G9? No, that's the big motherfucker that's already out. Um, G7? 42-inch. The G7, 42-inch. Let's see what's happening. No, I think the G7's old. Is it? Looks old. This is from June 29th, yeah. Might as well do the 240 hertz VR. Yeah, that'd be good. Chew HD. Ultra HD. Maximum clarity. Okay, so the new one that's coming out is Samsung and Alienware have partnered to create the first QLED OLED monitor. So it all takes right. all the advantages of OLED and uses a quantum dot layer to improve color accuracy and vibrancy. Up. Let me uh, pull your screen up real quick. Hold on, there you go. Show, show the peoples. I love 34 this. inch 21 by 9 ultra wide panel that's capable of producing up to 3440 by 1440. Uh, 175 hertz refresh rate. This isn't what I was talking to Ben about the other day. Benji from Thievery and I were talking mm. about this the other day. There's another one that was like a 42 inch, supposedly. Since QD OLED should be available in the US by March 29th, with Europe and the UK having it by available by April 25th. Sheesh. Okay. Well, I had to get that. How much do you think it's going to be? Thousand? Over. Think so? Yeah, I think it's going to be higher. Yeah. All right, so you have the video. This is for the new gameplay, right? 
This is Arceus Extraction, and then I had another... I had Pokemon's main website pulled up for Arceus as well, just in case we wanted to dive into that. Yeah, dive in. Let's, let's finish off Pokemon, because we were just on it for a second. So what is the main functionality for that? So starting a game, we kind of saw that in the in the fight. So give so, me a little bit of insight. Um, seeking out Pokemon in the open world. Um, explore the vast environment. Study the Pokemon that live in it. Uh, different Pokemon are active during the day versus during the night. There are even some species that can only be found in specific times of day. Visiting the same area at different times might yield new discoveries. Uh, you find Pokemon in unexpected locations, such as up in trees or in the crevices of rocks. Um, battling wild Pokemon, how to start a battle. You throw a ball containing one of yours at a wild Pokemon, a battle will begin. You'll enter battle seamlessly rather than switching into a battle-specific screen, such as in previous Pokemon games in this series. <laughs> Um, time for a Pokemon battle. Flow of Arceus works differently than in prior games. In past games, battles have proceeded in one turn at a time, with each participating Pokemon typically taking one action per turn. Yep. In Arceus, Pokemon stats and other factors determine how many actions each Pokemon gets to take and in what order. Oh, it's an action system. So if you look at the right, it shows Oshawott Badoof, Oshawott Badoof, Oshawott Badoof. Um, but you can have it where there could be two actions if you find a, a Pokemon that you can evolve. Is there evolving in this? Yes. Um, I don't know if there's mega evolving because it's like back in the day, but this creates situations where one Pokemon might get to take multiple turns in a row. You can heal your Pokemon immediately after dishing out an attack or throw yourself all in with a no-holds-barred flurry of attacks. Um, during expeditions, you'll sometimes run into alphas, Pokemon that are larger than normal and have glowing red eyes. Alphas will chase you down and attack you when they notice you. Oh. They're tough opponents, but they make great allies if you manage to catch them. They may even drop rare items if you beat them in battle. So you see an Electrovire and a Honchcrow? No, that's not Honchcrow. What is that? A bird. I don't know what that is. I, my brain, I'm brain farting. <laughs> Agile style and strong style. Pokemon can remember four moves at a time to use in battle. In this game, the moves your Pokemon can use also be unleashed in two new ways. Agile and strong style. Skillfully gain the upper hand in battle. So I'm assuming one just focuses speed and one focuses strength. Okay. Using a move in Agile raises action speed, which may increase the user's next turn to come sooner, but lowers the move's power. Um, strong style raises its power, but your action will be slower, speed lowered. Hmm. Yeah, Lev will get chased all over. I the world. will get chased. Yes, one hundred percent. Pokemon battles against other people. Um, oh. Mingling of Pokemon and po uh, people and Pokemon is still not the norm in the Hisui region. People who live alongside Pokemon are rare, and people who lead their Pokemon in battle are even rarer. However, some people, such as certain wardens, have str forged strong bonds with Pokemon and may challenge you to a battle. That's interesting. So there's like different people. So this, is, playing... this is a single player game. So it's going to be NPCs, right? Yeah. They're still somehow doing a Pokedex. It's <laughs> a Pokebox. It's a, it's a Pokebook. Yeah. Add <laughs> yeah. your information to your Pokedex by catching Pokemon. Catching a Pokemon won't be enough to complete its Pokedex entry. You'll need to keep studying that Pokemon and complete research tasks to increase your research progress on it and flesh out its Pokedex entry. Okay, that's Sounds interesting. Like a collector's thing, you know. So for research for Shinx, you have to catch it, defeat it, defeat it with ground type moves, times you've seen it use quick attack, times you've seen it use bite, number of forms it's registered, and numbers you've evolved. That's interesting. So, so they're, you have they're to like you have to like get a bunch of them then. Yeah. 
base camp, uh, surveying outposts. Whenever you leave Jubilee Village to set out on an excursion, your first stop will be one of the base camps that will serve you as a handy outpost for your work. You can stop by for a rest or an excursion, letting your team of Pokemon recover their health, or you can use a camp's workbench to craft some items. You can't continue your survey if you take too much damage, whether it's caused by wild Pokemon or falling from high places. So there's fall damage. Nice. Nice. Okay. If you Austin? get into danger, don't be reckless. Use your base camps for full effect as you carry out your survey work. Uh, riding Pokemon across untamed landscapes. During your adventure, you'll receive a Celest Celestica flute. You can play the flute to summon special Pokemon that will let you ride them. Riding these Pokemon on land, across water, or even the skies will help you move more freely. Explore the history region. Where so deer? You unlock these or you have to catch them first? Yeah, that looks like an evolution of Stantler. Uh... Dash forward, you'll be able to give yourself an even greater speed boost. You can also have a jump to leave over obstacles. Kind of cool. Um, Basculegion. I'm probably going to horribly butcher these. Powerful ally when it comes to water decks. As it can carry you across waters. It's able to launch itself from the water surface, letting you leap effortlessly over obstacles. That thing looks wild. Yeah, so and it says something about the Pokedex too. So you have to like do a lot of stuff for the Pokedex when it comes completing yeah. your Pokedex. So Hishwin Breviary lets you soar through the skies, flying with ease across great chasms and expanding your way to you can travel your explore the region from your vantage point in the air. You'll have a great view of what kind of Pokemon and items might be below and will aid you on your surveys. So you're just high up and you get like an aerial view. Yeah, you get an like aerial view. Yeah crafting so Ooh. it does take from breath of the wild a little bit okay so as you're exploring you'll collect all kinds of materials that you can use for crafting combining items to make new ones for example if you combine an apricorn and a type of stone called a stumble stone tumble stone you'll be able to craft a regular pokeball you can craft items using the workbenches found at base camps and in the village itself interesting so you can make pokeballs as you go Pokeballs of old were apparently built a little differently from the ones we know so well. They were made mostly of wood and steam puffed from their tops when Pokemon were caught. That's cool. Cool. Smoke bombs lets you reduce visibility in the area, which will keep Pokemon from noticing you. They'll be a great aid in stealthily approaching Pokemon in areas where there are no rocks or other obstacles to hide behind. Um, heavy balls, more effective at catching Pokemon that haven't noticed you yet. They're heavier than regular Pokeballs, so they don't fly very far. You'll want to make sure you sneak close. Oh my god. You have a phone in retro... No. <laughs> no, read it off. Read it off for the listeners at home. Early on in your adventure, you'll receive a device called the Arc Phone. A distinctive appearance lets you suspect that it may have some connection to the mythical Pokemon Arceus. The device appears to contain some source of strange power. It seems to help guide you on your journey. So it they gives had a phone you... in Breath of the Wild, technically, and they they're they're building it into the storyline like Arceus, because isn't that like the god of all Pokemon or something? Arceus is the Pokemon god, yeah. Yeah, so Arceus uh... gives everybody a phone in this game. <laughs> He's making phones and shit. So it gives you like a map of the area you've explored. Okay. Uh, facilities of Jubilee. Get the right look at the clothier and hairdresser. Okay. So there's actually quite a bit of like customization this options. This could be an item character. shop for sure, 100%. Take pictures of the photography studio of you and your Pokemon. Awesome. Kind of cool. I guess. Empoleon. So different stances will give you like extra money or something, I bet. Rowlith and Heracross. Roselia. Okay. General store and craft works. So that's how you'd be able to get more supplies or like sell stuff. Yeah. 
uh, leaf Pokemon you caught at the pastures, so you can the stable instead system, of having like obviously you, yeah, you won't have well, you won't have the PC back in the day. So instead, you're just gonna have to put them all in your pasture. True. Okay. And that's it. That's everything. Not terrible. It looks gonna be a fun game. And what was the other one that you were gonna talk about? Um, Rainbow Six Extraction. Yeah, bring also, that up. This is kind of interesting. They've got a cross-gen. There's three different starters from three different generations. You got Rowlet, which is Final Horn Decidueye. You got Cyndaquil, which is Typhlosion. And then you got Oshawott, which is Samurott. Yeah, I don't know. That's kinda, fucking word you just said. That's kind of cool. <laughs> what? Give me this a phone. It's kind of cool, though. They, they've, okay. they put starters in from three different generations. That's awesome. Okay. Newly discovered. Here's the one. Oh, there's that one that was Whatever that is, yeah. all golden glow. And his arms are axes. Word. Yeah. And then here was here's the regional forms that are new because they have new forms for these guys. Uh, Hishwin Voltorb, Zorua, and Zoroark. Uh, the Braviary that you could fly on. And this that thing you saw it throwing a Pokeball at earlier. This is their form of Growlithe. So they just have a different art style now because it's technically in the past or whatever. Yeah, it's different region. Yeah, got it, got it. Okay. So what's the difference of this game? So what's happening here on this one? Do we have like a breakdown so, of this? R6 Extraction, which Yin and I actually... Yin gave me a key to go to the closed beta, and I only played like once, but it was kind of grody because they had like their pre-closed like beta UI mm -hmm. splattered all over the screen, and you couldn't hardly see nothing. Oof. Um, so R6 Extraction, essentially it's the Rainbow Six, Tom Clancy, same classes, same characters, same weapons except it's PvE, so you're dropping in, you're trying to locate and extract either items or characters that have been caught in different research locations, and it's essentially like R6 zombies from what I've seen. Oh. So they just come right at you. Yeah, so uh, we it won't really show on mine. You'll have to show yeah, it on Yeah, send yours. me a link. Yeah, send me a link. We'll switch it up. Turn yours off for right now. Um, And this is a game review. This isn't a trailer. I can see if I can find the trailer. Okay, let's find the gameplay review. This is actually, it'd be good to kind of go through each piece. We can kind of play it as we go and just see what's going on with it real quick. Oh, we'll switch it back up. That way we can have it playing and that way it's not playing in Discord in two places at once either. Be good. Okay, so let's go over. Uh, walk me through Today's all this. This video real is going to be a full review of the new Rainbow I mean, Six Extraction. I only played one session of the what PvE. What the game is so. exactly, how it works, and you okay. guys will get to see gameplay of it throughout the entire video. Now, I do want to thank Ubisoft for. So in this, it looks like they have to hold a position. So you're like going to a spot and having to hold a position. Party of Two says, um, "Let me pull you up on screen because that way I can." Read this out. PVR6. Um, PVR. Maybe I can actually be good at that one. Dude, I sucked at it too, but this would be fun to try. This seems like a fun, like, get a couple people together and play it out. Sounds like it'd be a good time. And um, it's teams of three. It's not teams of five. Right. Okay. It's teams of three. Okay. That's interesting. It's a weird choice. Why would it be teams of three? I mean, it was just too easy with five, maybe. 
Um, so in this one here, it looks like in this map, uh, we see in the top right, it says serial scan control area to perform a scan. So then it looks like there's three scans that you have to do for an area, and then it starts playing, and then video. enemies just show up. Oh, they look like zombies. A little bit early, so the gameplay yeah. you're seeing is oh, they're not up zombies. technically the final product. It still is a little bit of a test build, but you at least get a, a basic rundown of what this oh, is shit, all about. Rainbow wrecked. Six Extraction will be launching uh, the full game on January 20th. Oh, this is kind of like their event that they did. This is like remember they did like the uh the winter event where you have to survive the zombies this is like the offshoot of that right kind Miss of savage don't come in here and start stealing stuff from people how dare you stole from zion too wow wow starting at 39.99 and also two friends can play cross play for free with you with a buddy pass for cross play days. for free so if you want to try it out okay. with some friends you can do that absolutely for free and not to mention all post launch content for this game will be free as well weapons operators interesting maps, so they blow up stuff. you can so shoot beat coins get points pre-order the game using the link inside the description go and check that out if you guys enjoyed the video okay. today make sure to drop a like subscribe if you're brand new it's only 40 form of strategy depending yeah, on what you're playing a lot better than the not bad. So from their launch trailer, the enemies are like aliens. Oh, they're not zombies. This one is a little bit more simple to understand, but they do vary in The only thing I've seen so far for the gameplay is just control this area, survive the area. Well, this is like the entry level stuff. You get in and then and you have to like clear rooms. You're trying to, a large amount of uh, if different characters like that die, you, you have to go in and extract them back However, out. It is strongly recommended that you play oh, look, Dark would play this. Yeah, of course you would. Oh, it's got a gun. God. It's got a gun involved. Of course you'd play this. So. Micro just dueled Savage for all. Oh, yeah? Okay, we got to watch this. Hold on. I'm going to I'm gonna put this on screen. We're going to put this on screen. Liger wants to duel. 165,000 coins on the line here. Let's see what you got, Miss Savage. Accept it. Accept. If she's even paying attention. She might not be. Accept or die. Game are roughly three times the size this is or so of like the typical Rainbow Six Siege map. So they're pretty scalable, and you'll definitely feel that as you play the objectives. So the way that the operator system works in here and Dang. how you go about selecting characters is pretty unique. I've never really okay, there's like seen a game bombs and stuff. There's so like all sorts of crazy of stuff that's around you too. Oh, you can still shoot through walls, so it's like the same stuff. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, they all have their own individual weapons and gadgets and other react tech that you need to use to complete. Death, you may have decent taste, but you got bad up, opinions. Your weapon just isn't enough a lot of the time. You do need to make use of your gadgets. But Interesting. that said, if you bring an operator into a game and they happen to take damage or lose health, or you even completely die out, the they will be out of commission for the next couple of games. Like you actually. Oh, so it's round based. So, for example, you have a list of twelve operators or whatever, and then what it's saying here is that if that person dies completely then you can't use them in the next round yeah there's eight there's actually a total of 18 operators okay so there's 18 operators all with their unique weapons and gadgets um so it's class based almost and then based on the round that you're playing so it's not like you just jump in and if you all die it's over like you can kind of spawn back in type thing yeah almost okay actually have value in protecting your teammates and protecting yourself as well. Interesting. And not letting These guys are getting wrecked, dude. Whoever's operators. playing is getting Otherwise, you murdered. actually have to go back in another game and rescue them. The good news is... You though, have to go back in another game and rescue those people. So, so you're almost like finishing a campaign of sorts, right? Yeah, it's like creating a game loop. Okay, so if you are able to 
do the control points and then get whatever you're supposed to get and get the item out, you win. But if not, you actually all full die and you have to go back, do the control points, and then rescue the person that you just played as. That's kind of crazy. That's mm. an interesting loop, I guess. As you continue to play a certain operator and complete missions and make your way through the maps, you're going to unlock a huge amount of new gear and also just rank up your operator itself. That's the game a has an exceptionally system. deep progression system. And if that's sort of the thing you're looking for and to get addicted to that gameplay loop, this is going to scratch that itch perfectly. Because the mechanic ex Oh, wow. What they're doing, there's also debuffs. They just said the operator ELA... Uh, Ella is back but lost 30% of total XP. So you can actually, if you die too much, you can actually lose your total XP. It also says when people are inactive, so I'm guessing that means they're downed. Exist where your operator's health will span across games and you need to let them heal as they, like, you know, continue to be used or rank up. You'll actually get to try out basically every single operator that exists in the game at some point or another, so you'll always have somebody to rank up. And believe me, it's absolutely worth progressing through these because the game gets unbelievably difficult if you really want to make it scale. Okay, so the progression is like, uh, what's it called? Um, Inquisition. Like, where you play through a round and then you have to level up that character. You're your, your nose has got a blur, by the way. You got <laughs> <laughs> what, the fuck? what happened? I think my camera just froze. Yeah, your camera froze. What the fuck? That's awesome. Hold on. I'm going to reset this. Give me a second. Yeah, that's what I was talking about, dude. Like, sometimes it freezes. There you go. You're back. <laughs> that's the only downside. Um, so it's basically where you can... Um, you play, it's kind of like a Dragon Age Inquisition, where you almost go in at a weakened state and you have to level up these characters, get the progression, get them more items, get them more health, get them more stuff. And as you, the more you play them, the more the harder things or challenges or levels you can take on. Uh, Potty was saying this. Let me bring this up what Potty was saying here. This, uh, this is kind of interesting. The potty was saying, um, say you go into a mission A with character one. If character one dies in that mission, you'll get another mission to rescue character one, but you have to use another character. So the goal yep. is you almost want to level up all 12 or 18 of your characters. and Or even like three, because that way you can make a constant loop. Right. So you, or yeah, because if you level you, you level three, you can use character two to rescue character one or character three to rescue character two. Gotcha. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's really going to be focused on team play for the most part. That the game can be very challenging. So if that's something you're looking for as well, then you this need person. to continue to play and rank up in order to meet that challenge. So interestingly, right, let's game over here. in this mode. Now the good news is you have the ability to scavenge the map and look for things like health boxes, okay, ammo, so and you can find these things laying around a little bit. But to be honest, you're better off actually having somebody run something like a medic class or being okay. able to replenish ammo because they are. Okay, so there's ammo and health boxes on the map, but you can also have classes that will also do the same thing. That's nice. Very scarce throughout the world. The good news is you don't have to do all three missions in a particular map. You can do two and maybe, you know, you're a little bit run down. All of you guys are low health and then you can extract. Or if you happen to lose a teammate, it's better to extract instead of risking to do the third one. But that being said, the deeper you go into the progression of the game, the better your rewards are going to be. So if you can manage it, it's worth doing all of them. Another thing I noticed is every single objective you can approach in a slightly different way. There's no like correct way to go about any of them. So the, basically they 
it won't just all end up being an all-out gunfight although that will happen a lot of the times you can go into a mission and completely stealth it out you don't even really need to fire your weapon you can go in without alerting any enemies and get the job done this is obviously going to require a lot of coordination Homie needed to reload his gun it's totally yeah he did doable and it's possible there's also a bunch of so you can basically stealth this whole game if you wanted to as well so you don't have to like your party or your friends can still come in still play but at the same time if you wanted to like do some solo stuff you could try and stealth around everything if you wanted to i wonder if you could like have one guy go loud on the far side of the jump mission and then pull enemies away from you mm. i'm not sure let me look up uh rainbow six extraction let me see if we can uh find like a page they gotta have a page for it right yeah they do okay uh, let's see. So let's just, we're going to go read out all of the loadouts here. Let's see what they got here. So, um, lead a rate, uh, elite rainbow six operators in PVE risk it all to contaminate zones, explore 12 custom designed maps located across the U S and, uh, featuring unpredictable challenges that will test you already more maps than halo smile. Shit. Uh, that's a whole nother story. Um, Fight an ever-evolving threat. Be prepared to fight highly lethal and consistently evolving alien threats through shaping the battlefield. You must count on your teammates to face 10-plus unique parasitic archetypes. Uh, from the elusive Tormentor to the daunting Apex, their abilities and randomly occurring mutations will stand in your way. So there's not only 10-plus unique archetypes. There's also mutations so they can change as you play. So as it gets, that's their, probably their progression. Like It gets harder. Um, so uh, they have 18 specialized, uh, react operators that have Ella, um, uh, her talents as a survivalist and her Gizmot concussive minds. So they have concussive minds. You have vigil that can do electronic cloak. Uh, that's probably more your stealth gameplay. They have lion, uh, which allows you to have drones. So combat, uh, stuff like that. Let's check out the, uh, I'll check out more operators here. Let's see what we got. Uh, Tachaka, of course, you everybody knows his uh, LMG fuse with the uh, detonatable stuff, which might be helps in uh, so it's breacher, it's breacher, rook. Yeah, it's it's like it's like the main. There's 18 of them. I mean, you got options. Sledge, Habana. This so it's all the people from from the base game for the most part. Got yep. it. Okay. Uh, news and videos. Is there like information? Game info. Let's go game info here. All right, so these maps look crazy. Looks like they're small maps, but there's 12 of them. So that's not so bad. Uh, 13 different missions. Uh, so your squad will be challenged with at least 13 tactical mission types, each will changing variables that force you to reevaluate re your strategy. You can't read today. Uh, whether extracting intel from contaminated nests or hunting down elite, um, whatever they're calling Archean, Ar Archean, whatever they're supposed to be named, the... the Looks like these are like the aliens. You need to remember your training to succeed. Okay. Uh, here's the archetypes. So we got the sour, which uh, they're traps. So they set traps. You'll notice the blinding effect. Uh, tormentors are uh, capable of producing a relentless barrage of projectiles. So you have things shooting back at you. Uh, lurkers will be the primary support unit to buff other arcans. So they have buffers you have to take out. Bloaters, uh, toxic gas, they explode. And the Apex is a summoner that can call on other arcanes to fight by its side. Interesting. So they have like, it's almost like you're you're playing against like a party of something. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like you have to like fight through the party of things. 
you got your healer, you got your buffer, you've got some a summoner you have to fight against. Um, Potty says, and the horizontal may not be that big, but there are sub-levels you go through as you progress through the missions and difficulties. You know what um, reminds me of this is I really wish that um, uh, Tom Clancy, the, the Division 2 or Division 1, I wish they had more horde modes with aliens. Like in the under, like in the subway systems, how cool would that be? Like you had to get from one end of the subway to the other side of the city and fight your way through. See, that would have been cool, yeah. but they fucked up that game. So we're going to talk about them. So the Proteans, uh, eventually you may have to venture to a place called the Singularity. So the end game is you have to go to this Singularity where you're likely to come across the most threatening Archaeans in the database. Proteans are motile, uh, motile variants. It's a weird name. They have adopted to form of React. Um, sometimes they have the ability to mimic operator behavior. It's interesting. So it looks like the goal is you play through all the missions and your goal is to get to the singularity. Um, let's see. Put your skills to the test. We already watched the trailer. So yeah, it looks interesting. What are your thoughts on this game, man? What's your first initial impression? uh potential could go in the right direction mostly just whelmed not under or over yet yeah depends on depends on what direction they take it it's weird it's the first time i've heard of this game and it's coming out in like no time like have this has been under wraps or something or just no money behind no, the marketing just, no they've been posting about it for a while and it got some traction but it's just it's an r6 pve game i don't know yeah. How well it's going to pop off. Who knows? It might just blow the fuck up. It could. I mean, uh, Fortnite started as a PVE game, and then that turned into, obviously, that BR that we everybody knows now. So it is what it is. Like, who knows? It might pop off. Um, yeah, man. So what other games are you looking forward to? you have any others that you can think of? Um, like I said, the Monhunt Rise um, port is coming on Monday or Tuesday. Um, God of War 2018 is getting its PC port towards the end of this month i think like the 14th or the 18th um dying light 2 next month and other than that i can't really think of nothing else yeah and uh party of two just said looks fun for a few rounds but probably won't put a ton of hours into it yeah that's a good call i think if i was going to play this game probably the same thing like looks, it would be like gtfo yeah it looks like it looks fun play a little bit here and there oh lost ark okay let's talk about lost ark real quick because that's coming out soon uh have you heard anything about lost ark Zion? i remember you streaming the korean version of it for a minute but right. i haven't looked into it hard little um so let's do the i'll do the gameplay introduction so this is kind of like a diablo 3-esque style of lost ark so lost ark um you guys don't know it's been out for about three years now uh, it had a eastern release first and then now it's getting a western release from amazon game studios who's finally ported the game over for english um it's already in pre-alpha and beta right now and uh the beta is going to be closing soon with the final release coming out uh, i think next month in february uh but uh so there's some pros and cons so let's watch this video real quick i'll show you kind of uh, what it looks like what it does and we'll go from there so check this out so this is the uh, Welcome to Arkesia, February 8th for Founders and 11th for everybody else. Okay. 
Welcome to Lost As free to play, interesting. A free to play MMO action RPG experience set in the massive world of Arcasia. So I will say, Lost Ark has some of the most beautiful graphics and art I've seen in any MMO ever. Um, they have unique world events that you play for certain missions and instances that look fantastic. Like there's like actual things that happen while you're playing. Like bridge, like the right here you see, you have to like dodge certain things. It's it's like. It's really hard to explain. Um, uh, Bajira's been playing the shit out of it. So if you go to his YouTube channel, you get an idea. There's one super popular video of him going into an instance and then all of a sudden being thrust into like a war. And it's literally like, like castles exploding and enemies flying everywhere. Like it's really intricate. It's really interesting. Um, Characters. Customize their look and feel. So customize look and feel, obviously like Enhance any other your thing. Skills. Acquire new and powerful weapons. So explore solo or party up with friends. And that's just the beginning of the adventure in Lost Ark. I will more than likely be putting some time into this game. Um so they have a Before bunch of different classes. I'll show you here. All that Arcasia has to offer, you'll have to select your class. Lost Ark. So they have five different classes. Uh, they got the warrior. Let's go back to the, what the all their classes are here. Uh, so they've got the warrior. Uh, they've got the mage. Let's play these out. You'll have to select assassin. Your class. Gunner and martial artist and then those branch off into two or three different classes per one So for example the warrior can have you can be a tank as a warrior You can be a two-handed great great sword user you can be I mean there's fighter There's like a bunch of different subclasses that you choose assassin could be like a demon hunter um, Gunner can be like a long-range fighter or more like a, a Diablo 3 gunner where it's like dual pistol type shit uh, mage, they have summoner, yeah, that kind of stuff. So you can play as these subclasses, um, which is pretty dope. They're, they're pretty fun. They have unique abilities. So you can fine-tune your abilities. Now, this is probably the biggest reason to play Lost Ark, is that you can have different builds for different things. And, uh, for example, I played on uh, the Russian servers, I played as the Demon Hunter, uh, which usually like these two big like demon gauntlets and the skill was to turn to a demon um, So you can choose to do like single target attacks You can choose to do like aoe you can choose to just use abilities You can just use like if you wanted to build into your super so you're super weak without building the super So it's very in-depth on the skill system. That's probably their biggest like claim to fame as an mmo because uh, the build really comes down to what you like to do. And also, you can change your builds on the fly depending on what content you're doing. So say you get into a party and you go into a specific dungeon and you know that dungeon has a lot of AoE enemies, you can build out AoE. Um, you can't change it, though. So you have to, like, your party has to choose. Like, maybe one person is more single target for boss damage and the other person's more for clearing ads. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can get kind of crazy with it. Um... Or you could be a two-hand wielding tank, you know, if you wanted to. Or you can be a summoner healer if you wanted to. Like, there's all sorts of kind of crazy builds that you can do. Um, 
Uh, so the only downside to this game There's no end to Lost Ark's is the game is beautiful. The problem is it's fucking It's going to run like a fucking brick. No, no, no. Uh -oh. It runs well. It's just very repetitive. Like, like in, Diab in Diablo, each map is kind of already pre-made right like diablo 3 for example they're not they're not um they're not made quite like um for example they're not um was it what's the word i'm looking for they're not procedurally generated right in lost ark everything has been pre-built so there's no procedural generation um the only difference is sometimes so, there's mods mob spawns that are different here and there so you're gonna run the same shit over and over and over again basically you run a very linear gameplay uh, to get to the next storyline and it's very for people who are interested in the style it's very korean mmo-ish and for people for listeners out there who know what i'm saying is it's go to this spot kill 50 of these enemies um go to this spot kill this big boss come back turn in this mission go to the next spot on the same map do the same same thing it's it's very it's very linear it's not open world you're not gonna like it's it just you're gonna do it that way there's some secrets here and there there's like secret uh instances which are fun that that has you fight a big boss at the end so it's not very fun in the sense of like progression wise uh but dungeons are interesting the world is interesting it looks good classes and combat are really the big selling point of this game like it's it's really the big selling point of this game um, and endgame PvP is wild apparently I never played oh. to endgame but apparently it's wild um I'm going to bring up a party of two. So what's up, homie one? What's up, brother? Uh, let's see what they got here. So they're going, going to, be to be adding a lot of vertical content from what they said in the last conference. What do you mean by vertical content? Well, I'm going to need you to elaborate on that one. Vertical content. I'm, in I'm interested, you know, but I just... And also, I'm assuming this is Kale because she's tweeted about a lot of the Lost Ark stuff. She already knows like what classes she's playing when it comes out. I think she's a uh, summoner, if I think if I remember correctly, she'll be doing summoner. Um, personally, um, I'm not so much on an MMO kick right now because I don't have enough time to play it. And with the baby right around the corner, I definitely won't be playing. I, I can barely play video games as is right now. And Lost Ark, I don't know the that the thing that irked me. Uh, different modes for casual people. Ah, I see. There's verticality. So if you're more casual, you still have a chance um, of getting items. Like tower defense modes, MOBA modes. Oh. If they added a MOBA mode to this game, that would be huge. Like, that would be giant. If you can build out your character to play as a MOBA, holy shit. I don't know how they would balance that. It probably wouldn't be balanced very well. But You'd have to have static characters yeah that would be insane if, if people could bring endgame in versus a nobody in that just started you'd get shit on oh 100 oh yeah if, if you get statted out bro you'd be done because the thing about this game i don't like is it's also korean uh style um weapon and item progression where you have to get for example five of the same cloak you can break down those cloaks to get an essence and then you have a chance of upgrading things. So it's that it's that gameplay loop of not necessarily like you complete this big piece of content and you get the item you want. Sometimes you have to run the same mission over and over to get enough items to have a chance of getting a good item. And then you have to have a certain amount of those really good items to break that down to get a chance at getting an even better item. It's like 
It's very grinding. Pain. It's That's very pain. pain. It's very painful. Yeah. I remember leveling up items. You can level up skill bonuses the same way. And so the reason that that is troubling is that leads to lots of pay to win aspects that I don't fucking like. <laughs> Still looking for the other half of the sword from Destiny. Yeah, exactly. It's the itch to keep doing it. Exactly. It's very much an itch driven game. And it's just, um, it's one of those games where, yes, you can get powerful without paying money, but hint, hint, wink, wink, like you're going to want to pay those gems to get a bonus, you know, 20% rate on getting a better item. Unless you're going to put in 60 hours a week, you know, just, there's no fucking way around it. Um, but let me show you some, hopefully they have some boss battle stuff. Here you go. You'll have to quest, collect, fight, and explore to rediscover Storyline, though? Storyline on fucking point. The story mission's on point. Secrets of Arcasia and assemble the Ark, restore its power, and defeat the demon army. Getting around the islands of Arcasia is no easy... Oh, yeah, thing. sailing so system, sure by the way. you make sure that your sailing ship and its crew are up to the task. Sail the seas to explore new lands. Pull into port to customize your ship's look. And all that will cost money, just saying right now. Uh, but even they have shipping skills, if you notice up here. They have skills that can allow you to do certain things if you wanted to. You can also have different ship stats. Uh, you can level up your, your resistances to certain things. You can have uh, NPC crew members that you can add in. Uh, that will do certain things when you're when you're doing all like Recruit when you're the out right about. For your quest. Uh, again, here's another leveling system. So they have leveling systems on top of leveling systems, right? You upgrade your ship; it allows you to handle more things. Uh, but this same system I'm showing you here for gear is the same shit that's on. That maybe they'll, uh, they might have this in the waters. video later. Build, customize, and upgrade your own island fortress to use as your home base, fleet headquarters, and crafting workshop. Uh, let me go back a little bit here. Let me go back to this uh, this screen here. Let's see if we can just nail it. So they have strongholds, so you have your own place to... Let me see if I can it's nail your home this. base, fleet headquarters. Here we go. All right. Um, so they have a home base stronghold. This stronghold system is very much like World of Warcraft stronghold system, where you get a stronghold, you can run NPC missions. Those NPC missions will then give you items in return. And as you upgrade your stronghold, you will then find NPCs who will fight by your side. And um, very, very, pretty much an exact carbon copy of strongholds from World of Warcraft, where you have like a mission table, all that kind of shit. So like this one here, it's this mission, you have eight hours, it gives you this currency, um, and you can run missions, or like Final Fantasy, remember they have, um, Final Fantasy fourteen. they have the, uh, the, the army selections, or the, uh, yeah, yeah, it's the same shit, um, but this kind of gives you an idea of, like, you, it's like more dailies and stuff that you can do, crafting's everywhere, so I'm not worried about that. Gather raw materials like herbs, wood, and precious gems. So they have a whole crafting system that's just like any of them. To craft powerful battle items. And upgrade your stronghold. I am calling it right now. This stronghold system is going to be so... <laughs> it's going to be the one reason that you get back online and you keep getting... Like, this is like it's basically a time waster. It's a, it's a sinker. An upkeep. Yeah, it's, it's like log on every day and do your strong. That's what I hate about World of Warcraft Strongholds is like they made it to like at one point 
you could make so much money on strongholds that you'd only you'd almost not play the game just so you could do strongholds to make fucking money instead. <laughs> and then you go buy your items for the base game. Like it's like such a time sink, dude. Venture into deadly cinematic dungeons to take on Arcasia's greatest threats. Once you've conquered Arcasia's dungeons, put your skills to the test by surviving. I do love though the f again the combat systems on point. Like the enemies crawl towards you. Like it looks like it's hard to describe. It is awesome when you go through these like the dungeons and the instances are on point so i don't want to sit here and shit on the game the whole time because like it's fucking on point it looks good it has potential dude it looks so fun there's i'm not saying there's like 10 enemies that come at you hundreds will just fucking fly at you at the same time like it's wild Being endless waves of relentless enemies in chaos dungeons or hunt and vanquish Lost Ark's most powerful raid bosses for a shot at big rewards. Alright, here we go. Here's PvP. This is, Put this your is skills good. to the ultimate test in three-on-three -three player versus player combat. PvP arenas. Okay, here we go. This is important. This is important. Uh, this screen right here shows you a little bit of what the skill selections are like. Um... You can have different skill selections. So at the top, this is Proving Grounds. This is the PvP version of the skills that you can use. Trial Guardian Raids also have skills that you can use as well. What you'll notice here is that you put points in. So you get a certain amount of points. They're building it like for this person's building high crit. So they're doing a high crit build. Um, and also all of these will attribute to the skills that you have available. So you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and one super that you can use. Um, and then you get to choose what they do. So for example, this is a normal double slash. This person is leveled it up all the way, which allows them to build their skill points into a certain, what they call mutation. So for example, he's doing enhanced slice. He can then do... An, he can make it a ranged attack if he wanted to. And then you can also uh, do like a mutilate or an air splitter. So combo it. So there's like a whole combo system that comes into play here. So the skills are really like on point. You can go crazy and build out whatever the fuck you want. And uh, as long as you put the time in to level up and get your skill points up, which is, of course, and another time. figure out what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> yeah, and you basically just a ton of testing. PvE is to test you for PvP so you know what your skills are and what you like to build as and how you like to play. Um, so you have a whole proving Create ground skill system. Field, allowing you to customize your stats and abilities yep. for the perfect loadout. And so that's how you do your loadouts is they they give you the ability to build the, they build it off of skills instead of off of gear Feet other players in combat to win epic loot Whether you play with a guild a group of friends or solo there's no end to the adventures you'll have in lost Ark. Yeah, 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 okay, but anyways, it's um it's exciting. I think it's exciting. The game is exciting. Uh, I think the game, the the West needs a game like this. You know, um, that's um, if if what Party of Two says, if they scale down the loot grindiness, it would. I think this game's gonna do very well. And there's big money behind this fucking game. Like, hmm. it's been in development for five or six years before it released, and it's huge in in the East. I mean, it's giant. You it's have you have me worried. 
Why? Why are you worried? Amazon Game Studios. But they're only doing a port. They're not building this shit. They're only porting it. I mean, you're not wrong. Right. Amazon Game all Studios right. is all you have to say. All right. <laughs> you're not wrong. New World. <laughs> but they built that game. This game is already built. They're just porting it. That's it. You know, they can't. F How much can they fuck up a port? I mean, I probably just jinxed it right there. <laughs> clip it. Yeah, clip How it bad out. can they fuck up a port a year from now? The game's dead. <laughs> yeah. Smilegate will be in charge of the content. Okay, that's good. Yeah, don't let uh, don't let Amazon handle content, please. Let's let's not do that. Yo, speaking of, uh, I know we're we're getting close to the end here. So, uh, speaking of. Uh, Amazon Game Studios again and New World. Uh, apparently, the new winter event has gone very well. One thing, though, is they had to roll back the servers yet again and also stop character server transfers, even though that they're doing a merger. Because there's another bug where it was crashing games. Because when they did a server merger, apparently, if enough people owned the same house in the same location, it would crash their, the game, the game for those individuals. They That's can't funny. cut. They can't get a fucking win here, dude. <laughs> they can't catch a break, man. <laughs> oh my god, Bug City, dude. Now, to their credit, some of these things, there's no way they could have known. Like they wouldn't have known server merger issues until it happened, right? Can't blame them too much. But at the same time, it's like, holy shit, guys. <laughs> yeah, like how later, Aragon. How many times are you going to learn this lesson, old man? Yeah. Like, it, it's getting pretty. <laughs> How many times am I going to teach you this lesson, old man? It's just wild to me, man. Um, any last thoughts on let's uh, recap what we talked about today a bit, man. Let's let's recap. Give me your uh, honest opinion on the DMCA stuff. Same thing we've been talking for the last year. DMCA needs to get fucking fixed. Like, they need one solid game plan slash set of rules that apply to everybody without favoritism, which won't happen. Um, and, that, I mean, that's it. Uh, period. They need to lay out the law one time and give that the basis for them to go. I agree. Well said. Well said. Like uh, upcoming games. Got some bangers coming. Hopefully some interesting ones. Of course, not everybody's going to like a new Pokemon or a new Rainbow Six Extraction game, but to eat your own flavor. Um, then we'll be in a holding pattern until like end of February, early March when we get Elden Ring and a couple other games. But yeah, I mean. Are you going to try 20... out that Broken Ranks game? What do you think? Depends if I have the, I don't know. Uh, Steam is supposed to be coming in. Or let me look. I need to check. I don't know if it was. I think Steam it was going to be go up the 25th. And then on its client side, it's supposed to go up um, the 18th. It's not even on Steam. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, are you going to try it though? If it, when it does to drop? I might try it just to see how it is. Because I haven't played an MMO since New World. And it looks intriguing enough. Yeah. Would you try Lost Ark? I could Ark? try. I could probably try Lost Ark. You'll probably end up dragging me into it. I think I you, didn't want to play New World, and you dragged me into it. So. Did you like? Uh, did you like Diablo three? I haven't played a single Diablo game. Okay. Did you like? Do you like any of those top-down style hack and slashes? 
define top down hack and slash like Vermintide like Diablo three or no Vermintide's first person. I played Poe and Grim of Dawn, but did you like Poe? Poe was good, but their socketing system was dog shit. And then yeah. um, Grim Dawn was fun, but again, rerunning the same content over and over and over and over and over on new characters. Yeah, well, this one's you, you keep a single character. Well, you have to do that, new characters if you wanted to do a different thing. Yeah, but, that league system just gets so fucking horrendous. Yeah, yeah. Well, then this one's at least as an MMO, so you can at least play in parties and have fun. So that's that's the key. Like, you get to at least have... Uh, it's very much a Diablo-esque last, last epoch. Uh, I would say even better, though, because you have more skills. Skills can combo. Uh, you can really, there's more customization in Lost Ark. And the and really the MMO aspect of it is really fun. I mean, they did a great job. Like, aesthetically, it's a beautiful game. It's a beautiful game. Like, they did a great job. Like, it looks good. Like, I'll, I'll try it. I, yeah. I'm not really a fan of the Korea, um, like some of the stuff you were talking about, like the crafting system and that essence system. Uh, yeah. Not really big fans of those. Me but, neither. Yeah, party animals are going to be playing it. I know that for sure. Yeah. I'd be down to join them and do it or whoever we wanted to stack up with. Yeah, that'd be fun. But that would be a good time. I think that's probably the key for me is if I can play it, uh, if I can play it more casually and still feel like I'm not going to fall behind by the wayside without having to pay yeah, money, yeah. then that, that's the balance that it needs. That game needs to make sure if you're casual, you can still keep up without paying money. But if it's a game where it's like you, you either had to put in 80 hours a week to stay relevant or pay money, then I'm not going to do it. Cause it's not worth it to me. Yeah. I might play through it just to play the storyline just for the hell of it. Like, like a, like a single player type thing, but beyond that, nah, you know, we'll see what happens. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the lost Ark. I think I might try this broken ranks. I want to see reviews and what it looks like, how far it goes. Um, I'm actually kind of interested in the Rainbow Six thing. It might, it could be fun, but I, again, that's going to be a review game for me. I want to see what it looks like yeah, on Twitch. Mean- um, drop in, drop out. Yeah. And when it comes to DMCA stuff, I think that a lot of these big streamers are just riding the wave of trying to figure out new content that they can keep pumping out. This is just the most recent thing that they can all bitch and moan and talk about, quite honestly. And that uh, Pokemon is just going to, she's going to come back. She's already back tomorrow, I think. She's going to bounce back with more viewers and subs than ever. So I don't, you know. I think um, I think uh, I take co carnage. I think that uh, it's a Twitch issue, and Twitch, like you said, Zion, they need to just enforce these fucking laws across the board. Stop playing favoritism, and do it. Just fucking enforce the laws. If it's a big streamer, if they make you a million fucking dollars, there's eight million streamers out there. I guarantee you can find somebody else to be your hero Twitch content creator. Um, it just is what it is, man. Like enforce the fucking bans. If I am a small content creator and I get DMCA strikes and I strike out, it is what it is. Should be the same across the board. That's what happened to Lud, dude. That's what happened to Ludwig. Ludwig went to YouTube. They're like, nope, you can't do this shit, bitch. Like, even if we paid you all this money, nope. Like, that's ballsy. You get paid to sit here and do nothing, dude. How ballsy is that of YouTube, though? Like, they paid him a new million, couple million dollar contract to come over, and they're like, nah, you ain't doing this kind of content. Fuck you. (laughs) Ban. That's crazy. It's good on them, dude. They should do that. But guys, we're less than average podcast. We are uh, wrapping up episode 56. Um, No podcast next Sunday as I will be out of the country. Um, But we're going to talk off screen about getting some more extra content. Again, we're going to be doing some smaller podcasts uh, here and there, maybe even offline. And a new thing too, guys, is we have a new system we're going to have in place where people can come in 
and talk to us and give us their opinions live on chat. Um, brand new Possibly. way of doing it. Potentially, we we're gotta, working out the kinks. We got to test it. Yeah. So we might be doing this where we'll be having it where you guys can show up on the podcast if you have some things you want to say and then you have some some concerns about some topics. We're going to be posting topics that we'll be talking about in the Discord uh, so that way you can prep yourself and prepare to come online. So uh, we'll let you know. I won't be back. Uh, the next podcast will not be uh, until, what day is that? The 20, the 23rd. 23rd. Yep, two weeks from today. So Which will be two days before that Broken Ricks comes out. That's right. So we'll be back. We'll be ready to rock and roll from there. Thank you guys for being here today. Uh, Zion, where can they find you and tell them about the new Discord? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Zion Yeet. And I haven't changed it yet to my Discord hyperlink for my server, but I'll probably flip that over today. Um, I finally just sat down and cranked out a cord for myself because crazy af was getting a little crowded so i was like yeah you know what rather than have to go through and make a section for me in there figure why not just make my own yeah awesome dude well um if you guys are interested we're going to post that link in the crazy af discord and now our discord actually finally has a its own unique url so it's discord.gg forward slash crazy af so if you guys are interested you can come join the discord come jump in the talk come give us some topics let's talk about some fun stuff um if you're listening at home please come join us live it's it's always fun we had a super great chat today uh please come on in and uh check it out if not uh we're on spotify itunes everywhere so if you guys are even in chat right now make sure to follow us i'll drop a link right now in chat uh, to our Spotify. We have a bunch of new episodes coming out. And on top of that, we will be having more episodes coming out this year. My goal is on average two freaking episodes. So that's sometimes we're going to play a little catch up, but two episodes a week is what we're focusing on for this, this year. So we're going to try this out. Ooh, everybody's getting nasty feet, but uh, I'm Level Day F, my co-host and ride or die partner, Mr. Zion Yeet. And uh, you motherfuckers out there, stay leveled.